Hey, what's up? It's the Drive with Dan Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Hey, how's it going, Lon? Well, I got here with about two minutes and 30 seconds to spare, and you got here with 15 seconds to spare. So mm-hmm. yep. we're uh, not doing we, – we actually got Stevie a little nervous. Beating the shot clock. Stevie and I were going to talk – we were going to talk uh, bragging rights. I'm like – well, hey, we'll I just mean, talk some bragging rights till Pipes gets still here. And we'll, we'll roll from there. Right? <laughs> hey, it's uh, thir- it's our last show before taking tomorrow off and then all of next week. So before I forget, happy holidays, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. You, Everybody all knows I love this time of year when it comes to Christmas. I don't necessarily like the cold, but man, have we been given some very nice weather, including 50 degrees today. I just met with uh, a, 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 some insurance people, a company that we're starting to write with, and the guy looked at me and he goes, is it always 50 degrees around Christmas? And I'm like, well, not every year, but anymore, like we touched on yesterday, it seems like December's pretty mild, and then from January to April is when the bad stuff hits. So here we go. But, yeah, I think Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and Happy New Year, and I know you're going to be at the Bragging Rights game. I'm going to be at be. a game in Hayworth, so – and with Kyle gone, we just all decided let's just take tomorrow off and go from there. So we'll talk a little bit about the bragging rights game today. And then by the time we talk to you again, it'll be a distant memory. We'll be talking uh, Big Ten basketball. By talking then. Big Ten basketball, we'll be reacting to the semis of the college football playoffs. Oh, that's right. Is that New Year's Day? Yes, New Year's Day. Okay. And we'll have Jay in the next day to talk about the games. Oh, sweet. On that Tuesday. That Tuesday, yep. Oh, man, that'll be awesome then kind of sit back and watch some football that day. That'll be fun. We, we could touch on that today as well. We haven't yeah. even really approached that. I didn't know if you and Kyle had during the brief time I'm uh, off. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we really have. We briefly, uh, Joey Wagner and I picked Jay Lehman's brain a little bit on the oh, Bama-Michigan yeah. matchup. But we, we haven't dove all the way in on that at all. What did he think of that matchup? Uh, it sounded like he was leaning Bama. Okay. You know, you, you said that you kind of give them new life, get into the playoff, no and, and just Nick Saban knows so well how to prepare for these games and that Michigan doesn't necessarily have, like, a star. Like, they're, they're really steady and do what they do well, but it feels like – I'm not trying to put words in his mouth. I'm trying to kind of uh, recollect on, on what he was saying. He, I think he, he kind of gave off the sense of, like, you allowed Nick Saban a chance to get in here. And since Jalen Milrow got benched early, you know, he didn't play all that great against Texas. He then gets benched, and they, they might go in a different direction, which that was a disaster. They were right. lucky to win that South Florida game with how bad a quarterback play they got. Actually, the guy that they, they put in, I think it was uh, Tyler uh, Buchner from Notre Dame, he's now playing lacrosse. That tells oh, wow. you how bad he <laughs> wow. was. So uh, they end up going back to Milrow, and he was really good. And obviously, they're able to beat Georgia in the SEC title game. So, uh, Bama has looked like Bama. Michigan has not, you know, on the other side of the coin, not like they've um, had a drop off or any, by any right. means. And they beat Ohio State. They handled Iowa very easily there in the Big Ten title game. But um, I, I got the sense that Jay was leaning Bama. And I know yeah. that's a lot of people's. Is it fair to say that's a lot of people's rooting interest? Because I, I even said it to Jay, like, it's hard for me because I've got Bama exhaustion still, even right. though it's been Georgia kind of recently. You know, they've they won the title last year and was it two in the last maybe three or four years for Georgia. But 
I, I can't sit here and say, sign me up for another Bama title. You know what I'm I would love you. to do? I'm with you. I'd love to sit and watch Bama win it all yet again. <laughs> but then again, the Jim Harbaugh stuff, the Michigan versus the world, like all this stuff has is, is put me on the other side of Michigan, and a lot of people in the Big Ten just want to see them lose. It's been taxing to watch Michigan. There, there's certain schools that even if you are – I mean, to me, this is below Michigan with what they've done this year, with this little mantra or mantra, however you do it, of, oh, it's us against the world. Are you kidding me? You're Michigan. You get, like, top ten recruiting classes. Let's don't act like the whole world is against you. And then Jim Harbaugh and obviously someone on his staff. Now, if you tell me Jim Harbaugh had no idea that was happening, I would not believe you ever. Ever. You could tell me that until the day I died. I would not believe you that he did not understand that was happening. So then the assistant coach comes out and starts crying and F, oh, yeah. F bombing oh, the world gosh. and just being, you know, woe is us. And now I'm just going to, I'm going to throw out now three or four curse words for all the uh, kids out this there is listening. for you, Jim. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was disgusting. And then you hear like Blake Corum, you know, well, nobody believes we can win. Well, who didn't believe you could win? You're one of the best running backs in the country. You're, you're back. J.J. McCarthy's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. He's back. You've got a defensive lineman. The only person I feel bad for is the defensive lineman that got hurt for Michigan, who was one of the best in the country. Now, he's not going to be able to play for a, uh, a national championship game. I believe he's a senior. I can't think of his name. It's not coming to me right now. That's the only dude on Michigan that I have any sympathy for and or and, and since, I, since he can't play, then I'm not going to root for him. Can you tell that I'm in the Alabama corner? Now, I'm with you Sounds here because like the whole Nick Saban thing, I'll be honest with you, I hear more Michigan information than I, do, I hear Alabama, right? So I don't listen to the Paul Feinbaum show where they're talking where Alabama's bragging and saying it's the world against me, et cetera. Right. I don't no, know if they've I'm not done saying, that. I'm not even necessarily holding it against Saban. I don't necessarily maybe even have a reason to dislike him. It's just kind of exhaustion of they've just – one so oh, much no just doubt. ready to see something different i agree well and it has i mean to an, to an extent it has been a little different lately yeah right with georgia coming up etc but yeah i mean how about this how about bama beats michigan and then whoever on the other side beats bama like washington or, washington or texas or texas how about how about that that I would mean, be, be in I'd fact be right with that. if washington won the national title if we're in a rooting pecking order here of who I'm polling for first it would be Washington then Texas then Bama then Michigan I don't subscribe to the well it's a Big Ten team you should pull for a Big Ten team that's never gonna that's never gonna have any impact on me as an Illini fan whether or not the SEC continues to get stronger or the Big Ten continues to get stronger that to me I that doesn't do anything for me so I just got tired of watching Michigan and I got tired of the way they were going about things. And I'm like, no, I, I just would rather see Bama win. And the other game is going to be fun because I haven't had a chance to watch Penix that much mm -hmm. this season. So I cannot wait to watch him. And then Quinn Ewers, is that his name? Yep. I, I can't wait to watch him for Texas. And I think that's going to be a really high-level game similar to what TCU and Michigan was last year. Now, I don't know if they'll each score 60, like, that was crazy I'd be here year. for it. I know. And they, they both have the ability to do that. So, I'm excited. I assume that would be the first game of the day, would be Washington oh, and Texas. I have to look this up. Because I, I, I figured they would hold Michigan and Bama to prime time 
on a Monday, almost like uh, a Monday night football. Are, are they so opposite you, of Monday night football? You got, yeah, you got, I don't know if you do have Monday night football that night. Because mm. both of these are on ESPN, which of course is the uh, the holder of the oh, Monday night right. football rights. So right. maybe Monday night football taking the night off. Okay. Uh, I would assume off the effort that, but uh, Monday, January 1st, the Rose Bowl is up first in the order. That's Bama and Michigan. That's oh, okay. 5 p.m. I don't wonder if that's Eastern time. That Usually it is. kicks off at four hour time. So four, Yep, 4 okay. p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. And then you'll have the Caesars um, Superdome with Texas, Washington at 745 Central. Okay. Well, there you go. You just called it. So that'll be interesting. That's New Year's, uh, that's New Year's Eve, right? I'm, I'm trying to get ahead to week 17 to see in the NFL if there would be a Monday night football game. It's interesting. ESPN has the thing out right now where they went and simulated every game the rest of the season. They do have. NBC's got the – or no, 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 no. I bet that's Sunday night. That would be Sunday night. So no Monday night football game that week, which makes sense. I mean, that makes total sense. Uh, for 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 college, thankfully, because mm-hmm. you know that's hard to compete against the NFL. So, be interesting. But yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be kind of fun to uh, kick back for a night and just watch a lot of uh, college football in a day and see what happens there. Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think that number one, I, I'm wondering, will there be a point where we are sitting on our couches watching and we're like, man, you know what? I feel bad for Florida State. Yeah. Probably not, I, but I'm anxious. Who do they play? I don't know. They don't play oh, they, Georgia. They play right? Georgia. Oh, they do play. I think Georgia. They might play Georgia. Here's what'll put that out of your mind. If yeah, they play Georgia in the Capital One Bowl. If Georgia Capital One Orange Bowl. Okay. Now, when is that? That is the 30th of December. Okay, so that'll be before these games. Yep. If they get boat raced by Georgia, right? Then right. I'm not going to. But if Florida State comes out and beats Georgia, or at least makes it interesting, then I think there's there's going to be some really upset fans. Because I mean, you look at it. I mean, Georgia and Georgia was what three points away from playing in the playoffs. I mean, Bama beat them by a field goal, yeah, and knocked them out. So obviously, if Georgia then goes and waylays. Florida State. Now, I don't know what the mindset for Florida State is. That This would be hard. I mean, I don't care who you are. There's a mental component. Yeah, they've got to be angry, though. Oh, well, right. It could it could be a, a positive for them. They could come out and just absolutely hammer Georgia. And or Georgia could, probably has a lot of guys not playing. True. Yep. So, I guess or they could give the middle finger and say, we're all going out the night before. <laughs> Uh, we're all going to fake some, some injuries. We're starting our fourth string quarterback. Just a run. Yeah, out. right. <laughs> I do think that, uh, Florida state would have been easier to get behind in terms yeah. of, ah, uh, the, the underdog story against Michigan, the, the backup quarterback and, and just, I don't have anything to pull me away from wanting Florida state to win that game. But in terms of the quality of the football game, and I know we talked about this, uh, leading up to the, the decision in the college football playoff, you're going to get two fantastic matchups with Michigan and Bama and then also Texas and Washington. So I I probably – I asked the question, I probably won't think too much about Florida State, like you said, unless maybe they look that impressive against Georgia. But Scott does bring up a good point. The fact that that's not a game that matters for eager, either program, 
you're probably going to have a lot of guys sitting out on That's both probably sides. True. Yep, yep. And 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 oh, there's no doubt you will. But you wonder if Florida State doesn't make a pact, like you know what, we're all playing. Yeah, we're all playing, and we're going to go out and. Well, the other thing is, could they do the UCF thing? They go undefeated, oh. and they claim a national title. I forgot about that. Was that Lane? Uh, Not Lane. Frost, right? Yeah. Scott oh, Frost. that's right. Oh, my guy. Your guy. I don't know if you still have Scott the, Frost. <laughs> have the drop. Uh, I forgot about that, though. Yeah, that, that, well, I think they would have more of a argument than UCF back in the day. <laughs> would you agree with that? <laughs> I'd have to go back and look at UCF's schedule, but probably, probably. Uh, I know now there's, there's no, like, crossover uh, in terms of, like, well, there was this bowl game that we considered the national title, uh, and then yeah. – because well, at one point it was, like, what, early 2000s, late 90s, mm -hmm. where you didn't have a necessarily national title game, and there were multiple teams that – in a season that would claim a, yeah. a championship, right? I believe so. I think that that's – Well, happened. yeah, 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 because they, they had co – Was it Michigan and Colorado one year? I don't know why that's coming up. Colorado, I think, was a, was a co one year. Was it Michigan? Possibly. But yeah, they had like the AP and the Michigan and Nebraska. Michigan ninety seven okay. both went undefeated because Nebraska won three natties right in the nineties. Ninety four, ninety five, ninety seven. Wow, that is just so. That is crazy, isn't it? That's why you have fans like me that are still beyond, like almost scared of Nebraska, <laughs> even though they haven't been anywhere near that in the last whatever. Two decades. Oh, not even close. So, but but you remember they were having a hard time making a bowl game, right? But you remember how good they were back then, and they just—I mean, I, they came to Champagne one time, and it was just embarrassing. Wikipedia is acknowledging the UCF oh. claim title. If you go on now, Wikipedia is not maybe the most reputable. Reputable right. source for everything, but two dollars seventy-five cents, uh, uh, please. Yeah, I know, right? I, I looked up list of college football national champions, and in twenty seventeen, it says Bama thirteen and one, UCF thirteen and zero. Well, there we go. But uh, as we know, it's Bama that has the actual. Well, good for UCF. You know what the heck? What the heck? I bet that does put a interesting twist on it. At Florida State, who is still undefeated? Michigan. Michigan would be, Washington would be. Okay. I knew Bama had been beaten, and I could not remember on Texas lost Texas. to Oklahoma, yeah. Okay. So, in that sense, you've got two teams that, I, I don't, listen, I'll again, I'll be fine with Bama beating Michigan and one of Washington. Do we, I mean, Washington's so far away. Do we put any thought into them ever? I mean, in other words, they could be the best team in the country, and yet for us around here, it's like, ah, they're really good, but, mm -hmm. well, they've got, like, they got a quarterback that could be a first-rounder. They've, they've got a wide receiver that will be a first-rounder, a second wide receiver that's going to yeah, go they got high. multiple wide receivers that are really good. And, I, I mean, you know, that's about where it ends for me. But I feel like I don't know a ton about no. them. I, I, I know that, like, that Oregon-Washington game during the regular season was one of the best – college football games I watched and it was like it was mind-blowing it was like going from like if I went from like a time machine 
from now back into the 1920s, and I was watching a Big Ten West football game. You know, there's there's not a lot of technology. Everything's a little bit more slower paced and whatnot. And then I just show up, maybe even like 30 years in the future, and uh, that's the way the, the offense looked. Like you just got that high level of quarterback play with obviously Bo Nix and, and Michael Penix and great skill position players and just ta- a lot of talent on, on obviously both sides, really uh, both sides of the ball, especially, but um, yeah, it was just a different football game. And I was like, man, this is, this is just, <laughs> is this is a different sport. <laughs> so that doesn't look similar. That's kind of again. And I, I really like those. Of course, you or, say 1920 Big Ten West. It would be like 2023 Big Ten West. Well, yeah, I, I was saying like <laughs> if I was going back right, into the right, 20s, right. like the day-to-day life, that would equate to the Big Ten West. And then, you know, maybe even present day or even 30 years from now, that, that's like the offense right. and the actual – yeah, that, that – <laughs> it was maybe a confusing. Um, no, 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 no. I understood what you were saying. I yeah. was, I was poking fun at the West this year. Oh yeah, how horrible it Tough, was. Tough man. Tough. But mm. I'll, I'll be excited to watch it for sure. I'm in. Um, I'm in. I'm in a hundred percent. And a lot of credit to Washington because what, they were nine and a half point underdogs to Oregon, despite the fact that they were undefeated. They beat Oregon in the regular season, and they show up, and, and they hadn't been. In the you know in their box scores, you look at their their scores leading up. They weren't as dominant as Oregon was, and Bo Nix was really just racking up a bunch of touchdowns and looked to be the front runner for the, the Heisman. That they were a nine and a half point underdog on a neutral field to a team they'd already beaten, and pretty much everyone was penciling in Oregon to win that game, mm-hmm. and they they handled him. They again. went out and handled him. It's funny you had mentioned and Scott, and I think I mentioned it as well about guys sitting out games it used to be that I would look through the entire bowl schedule and pick out like two or three games that I was really excited to watch and now I just don't have that like I could pick out a game you know like what Tennessee plays Iowa or is that right I mean I could pick a game like that out but there's a chance that you know six guys or or more that could be impact could have an impact on that game won't even play so it's like, yeah, is it really that? I'm 100% with you on this. And I, it's funny, I ran into our buddy Matt Lang today. Oh, yeah. Uh, he sent me a Christmas card. Nice. Really nice, dude. I don't and mean to say that his... like if he didn't send you one. I, oh, boy. Now I'm. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't send out Christmas cards. Are you thinking something different about me? Uh, no. Haley and I should have got that, that done, but we did not. No, I don't send them out either. Yeah. But, so we're good. Uh, nice guy. Uh, knows his football for sure. Yes. And he's like, we were talking about bragging rights, and he goes, well, yeah, you know that. With Missouri playing Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl, you might have Missouri fans already spotting up at the, uh, you know, down it's in Dallas, right? Yeah. Dallas area down in Texas that, you know, maybe not as big of a draw. If they had tickets to the bragging rights, you never know. And I was like, I didn't even know Missouri was playing Ohio State. Oh, you didn't? No. So, like, th- that's where it's gotten for me. But I, but I get your point. I used to yep. be so into, you know, the bowl matchups. Yep. Like you, like, wanting to – I got to catch this one. Yeah, the, the the early, and we haven't talked about it on the radio because really the, the early stretch of games, no offense to the the smaller schools that are playing <laughs> the in there and all Bowl. the obscure <laughs> names that usually come around, along <laughs> with them, I I rarely pay attention to those. But even like the the games that normally, like I don't know who's, who's playing in the Music City Bowl or – I think it's Wisconsin and – 
I knew this. I just don't now remember. And I'll be honest with you, Derek, the only reason that Mizzou that I know about that is because I read the STL today every day. Right. Okay. You know, I get on the News Gazette, I get on STL today, and I get on Illini board and then Arizona Cardinals. I, those are the four things that, not every day, but, and I see a lot of Missouri stories, obviously, on the uh, St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and and I read a couple of them talking about how they're excited to play Ohio State and this and that, but that's probably the only reason I knew about yeah. it. And here's another, like, so – as a Bears fan, and you know where I stand on the Justin Fields thing, right? Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, I, I've come into, and I don't want to spin this off into the whole conversation, but uh, they still currently have the number one pick. Yep. And how awesome this would be, even if I was, in my mind, kind of against it and wanted Justin Fields to still be the guy, on December 27th, you have the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. North Carolina plays West Virginia. Drake May, the quarterback yes. North Carolina. And then that night, the Holiday Bowl, Louisville against USC. Oh. So you could watch back-to-back Drake May and Caleb Williams and get your scouting report. And maybe I get blown away in one of those bowl games to the point of like, Like you did right. against Fields. Like, like you did with Fields in the bowl game. Yeah, it's true. The Clemson, or in the playoff game. The, the Clemson yeah. semifinal yep. game. And you're like, oh, man, we got to take this guy. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. You're my boy. But, uh, but. enjoy Atlanta. Uh, enjoy maybe New Orleans. <laughs> But neither are going to play. Nope. Drake May skipping the bowl game. Caleb Williams skipping the bowl game. And I understand it. I get it. Oh, you yeah. don't want to get hurt, and all of a sudden you're yep. costing yourselves millions of dollars and, and whatnot. But it wasn't always like that. And just I don't know going into a game who's going to play and who's not. I'm just honestly, as a casual college football fan, assuming that every big, every yep. big name – guy that's on a first round second round even even farther down the list than that is probably going to sit out i would agree so my interest in it really is has dampered a ton i mean the perfect example is johnny newton he would he announced he would not play in a bowl game now we don't have to worry about that and keith randolph said he may because i think he was still putting together a resume and, and and hoping that maybe he thought to himself, okay, if, if we do play in a bowl game, if Illinois plays in a bowl game, maybe I can shine in that game without Johnny. Not that he needed – I mean, he he could – there were plenty of games where he was really good with Johnny. So, I'm not saying it's because of that. But in his mind thinking, if I dominate that game, then that might – hell, if it took you 10 picks up or even a roundup is a lot of money. So, but that's the perfect example that we don't even know if Keith Randolph, who's probably projected as what a fifth rounder, we don't even know if he was going to play, right, in the bowl game. So, yeah, and, I just and, can't imagine. Like, think and that. I don't want it to be an argument about well, players should. Play. I mean, I know, I, know. We, we, I don't want to do that again. We've done that. We We've did that last lot. year done to an exhaustion, lot. and I, I totally understand why they don't. I totally understand why we as fans mean want them to. Like to. Yeah. That's correct. That is correct. Like the thought of. The 07 Rose Bowl oh. and how much that meant to people. Like the, the idea that Illinois is actually going back to the Rose Bowl and people love that team for good, obviously, a great reason. And what if going into that game, Richard's like, I'm out. Jay's like, ah, you know, maybe I should sit out. Although I don't, Jay could tell us. And, and obviously, the, the circumstances would be different if you're kind of, if you play through a different environment, maybe your mindset changes. I still feel like Jay probably would have played. He probably would have played because he wasn't a no-doubt draft pick. That's true. That's true. Rashard, I could probably say mm-hmm. 
most likely wouldn't have played, but I feel like he helped himself in that game. Like too. He, was, he, was, he was really good in that game. He was electric in that game. So, yeah, I, I mean, it just it, it stinks, it just puts the right? It just stinks yeah. that you play all year and then, you know, essentially the season for most teams ends in the championship game of your conference. That's the weird part. Mm-hmm. That, that would be like, you know, to equate that to basketball, it would be like, the Big Ten tournament championship game is the biggest game of the year. Like, you win that, and then Coleman, Shannon, and Damask all sit out the NCAA tournament. It's nuts. It, 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 and when does that when does that happen? When does that start to take shape? I, I don't Eric? think it can because technically, if you're in the tournament, you have a chance to win it. Well, that's the thing. That's okay. No, that's a great point you just said. You can still win a national title if you're one of the 68. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's a great point. But still, you wonder if sure. if yeah. one day somebody like who was the stud for Arkansas last year that or was it Bama? The the Bama kid, right? That went second. Oh, Brandon overall. Miller. Yeah, on, on Alabama. So and they were a one seed. They're expected to go yeah. all the way to the Final Four. So he can't set out because he's got he's thinking he's got a legit shot of winning a national title. Right. And even if he wanted to, it would be a bad look at the next level where they're they're grading everything mm-hmm. in terms of makeup. What's this what's this guy motivated by? Like, right. There's the di- lines of differential between, you know, uh, pick one and pick two or re- regardless and, and as you shuffle the lottery, if you're like this guy is is looking for out for his own self interest when his team could win a title. Like, you can't do that. No, you can do you can get away with it in college football when you got these. Unfortunately, that they're pretty much glorified exhibition games now. Yeah. yeah. Um, the funny thing to me though, as you think about it, like what makes the le- if you're already eliminated, which there are a bajillion teams that are already eliminated from college football playoff consideration, your last game of the regular season right? means just as much as the bowl game. Mm-hmm. And yet that's a that's a no doubter. You play in that game. Yeah, it's your senior day maybe. Or... Yeah. But then you but then you don't play in the bowl. Yeah, it's it's weird. And then let me ask you this, when you expand to 12 and you throw a team in this year, let's say <clears throat> let's say Penn State makes into the field of 12. Yeah. They're not going to win a national title. Right. But they're in there, so, so they're going to have to. If you're Kalen King, uh-huh. who's going to be drafted in the first round, or if you're Olu Fashanu, if that's how I'm saying it, or if I'm saying that correctly, sorry, the offensive tackle that's going to go maybe number th- four overall, right? Do you sit there and say, we don't have any shot of winning a national title, so I'm not going to take the chance to get hurt in this as the 12 seed? I think once you're in the deal, once you're in the 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 realm of you could win it. Then you, you play. gotta play. Okay. So let's make it a forty eight team college football playoff. <laughs> we're gonna play a six game season and then we're gonna have the playoffs. And Illinois gets to and play. Illinois is gonna schedule yep. Eastern Illinois, Western <laughs> Illinois, and Southern. And if they manage to win the other three Big Ten games. Yep. Indiana, <laughs> Purdue, and Northwestern. Then you you're in there. Then you're in the field of forty eight. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun one year to do that. And it's Illinois and <laughs> Illinois Bama. Bring on Bama. And in the North region, Illinois, the 48th seed, will play 
<laughs> will play Washington, undefeated Washington. That game will happen in Washington, Pullman. Wait, Pullman's Washington uh, State. Yeah, right. Where is Washington? Seattle? See, is it Seattle? That's terrible. I don't know. <laughs> See, like, it kind of ties back. We don't even really think about Washington that much. I think it is Seattle. It's at least the Seattle TV market, correct? We yeah. can agree on that. <laughs> Seattle. Okay, good call on that. That's yeah. my fault. Yeah. All right, hey, we got Brad Underwood today. We have Brad Underwood who spoke to the media earlier today about bragging rights. We also have Gabe Diarman, Power Mizzou. Oh, sweet. For the uh, rival site there uh, that covers the Tigers, he will join us at 4 o'clock. Just kind of a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, I know we usually play some Fox at, at 4 to 4.05. Gabe's got another radio hit at 4.20, so we're ah. going to come on right at 4, get him through. and uh, So be on the lookout for that. If you're switching around on channels and whatnot, make sure you're here for 4 if you want to hear the, the skinny on Mizzou, a team that – has won three out of the last four against the Atlanta yeah. in this matchup. Uh, it was interesting to hear, you know, Brad, you, you never want to say, oh, you know, this year is personal. And, right, and right. have the, the head coach come out, and then everybody, everybody's ears perk up over there in Columbia. I was like, okay, yep, oh, uh-huh, let's make okay. it personal. But uh, <laughs> Terrence Shannon talked to the media today as well, and he, you could tell that, was very still fresh in his mind last okay. year's loss. Like okay. he did not. And he even said uh, to us, and maybe we could play some of him as well, is that even though I've got a number of guys here on this roster that weren't in that game last year, this week I've tried to make them feel like they were with me there last year. Oh, wow. So that they go in as motivated as I'm going to be. So We like Terrence Shannon taking things personal. Yes. I could see him exploding in this game. Like, I could see this being a high-scoring game where he just goes ballistic and gets in the 40s. Yeah, man. I, I'm telling you, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but as of right now, and look, we're a, a month and a half into the season, he's giving off these these IO-like vibes. Yeah. In terms of, like, he's going to, right now, he would be an All-American. No doubt. Consensus All-American. No doubt. And the some of the like the leadership, the vibes, the assertiveness, the alpha dog, the work ethic. That's all aligning for another like. And look, Io did it at a time when Illinois needed kind of that oh. bring us out of the cellar type of thing. And there will Io will have his his own corridor in Illinois history no for, doubt. for that. No doubt. But, like, when you think about, okay, a Chicago star that, that stayed home and uh, and had all that to him, I know that Terrence didn't stay home originally, Correct. but to have another guy from Chicago to be super talented and now start to to show off some of the characteristics, it's still early in the season to where he, he'll need a, a larger body of work for us to, at the end of it, put him in a, a similar category. But right now... I'm getting some of that. And if, if he shows up, like Mizzou, you know, you'll probably need it if it's a big game against Michigan State or a big game no against doubt. Purdue. And those those are the games that obviously Iowa was, was able to, to do it in. But uh, this would be one where if Iowa lost, although he never won in bragging rights, mm -mm. You, you knew that if he took something personal, you trusted him to, to come back and make a statement. I feel like this could be a moment for Terrence to do that. That's a great point. The only thing I would say in, inside of all of that is – you'd still put Io, I think for, for obvious reasons, he'd still maybe be a little bit above Shannon for sure. 
Yeah. But I would put him in, above in a, Shannon. And a yeah. big part of it is he chose you, whereas Shannon didn't, right? I mean, Shannon yeah. ultimately did. But you would hope that with Io doing his thing, being an All-American, with Shannon doing his thing, hopefully being an All-American, that it would show guys in Chicago that, oh, so I guess – but I've been, we've been saying that for 30 years. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, 1989, I could point out exactly what you could do if you were from this state. True. Every player on that team was from the state of Illinois. And I still think it was the best team in the country. Mm. So, but look, I mean, recruiting is a crazy thing yeah. anymore. You know, yeah, I mean, you got guys in prep school and like yesterday, that Khalil Valentine, I said he's an Arizona kid. He's from California. So it's like... I, <laughs> We don't know the West very well. Now What's we up don't. with the University of Washington? <laughs> Where, what are they doing these I days? When Lucas went out to school, I'd learn all about the West, but I didn't. I, I was the same because Khalil Valentine was going to school in Arizona, right? Mm-hmm. So I figured he was from Arizona, actually from California. Listen, yeah. I've always in my mind thought Colorado was south of us, mm-hmm. southwest of us. And if you look at a map, it's like Is directly. Because you could take Southwest Airlines there? I don't know. I just have always pictured Colorado as some like like down around Texas, you know. I don't know why. <laughs> and then if you look at a map, it's directly across from us, directly. And mm. I'm like, gosh, that fooled me. <laughs> 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 you know, I was learning the capitals. I wasn't staring at the uh, map. Oh you know? no, yeah. And we and as you know, I go south a lot. I don't go exactly. I don't go west. So yeah, and we went fishing in the north. So I know that pretty well. But other than that, that's about it. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, ESPN did do this thing that we could get to later if we have time. Sure. Where they projected out the last three games. And I, uh, you, maybe you'd be shocked as a Bears oh, fan. Oh, no. Did the Panthers win again? Uh, I, I can't tell you that. Okay. I, I can't tell you that. All right. Uh, we did have a, a texter ask, if the Panthers win again, do we lo- do the Bears move out of the number one pick? I, I'm not sure what the tiebreaker would be. Like, if – I think the, the Panthers the, still have the worst collective strength of schedule. Yeah, okay. Because the Patriots have three wins now. The Panthers would so have to the, lose three times, I think. Or I'm sorry, have would win. have to win three times for they the have Patriots. to win out? I think so. Perfect. Because great. the Patriots have three wins and Carolina's got what, one? Uh, or do they have two? two? I think it might be two. Okay, then maybe Carolina would have to win two more. Okay. Because I think the strength of schedule, like I, I'm positive I've looked at that. Don't you be getting any ideas, Green Bay, this week. <laughs> nope. Don't you lose the Carolina. I'm going to put NFL – give me two seconds before we go to uh, before we go to break. I'm not as good as you, NFL draft order. Let's see it. NFL draft order from Tankathon, always one of my favorite spots. Carolina – oh, Carolina and New England have the same strength of schedule. 521. Now, what happens there? And Carolina does have two wins. Yep. Yikes. We don't need it. We don't need it. You know, that would be my and look, I But what what would what would change? If you're not going for if you're not going for Caleb Williams or Drake May. Uh-huh. Is it Drake? Drake May, yeah. Then Nothing changes because New England gets ahead of you. They're not going Harrison Jr. They're going no, quarterback. They would take Caleb Williams, I would assume. And then you guys at two would take Harrison. You think? Probably. I'm down. 
And then you would, you know what, us at three. It would depend on what Ryan Poles thinks of the second of Williams or May. Who did whatnot. we have on the other day that was like the bear? Oh, it was the gentleman from Circa, La, Circa Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And he said the Bears are not paying Justin Fields $40 million. I know. But and they, they don't, don't necessarily have to. Have to. Him, right? Not yeah, next year. Next year would be a $23 million option. Which is, I mean, I, I mean, know that's these, crazy. It's but pretty that good money. Sounds, the Bears can afford it. Yeah. Uh, and then if they wanted to, they could franchise tag him after that. Oh, yeah. That would put him, like, in the mid-30s. Yeah. Um, Man, you're going to take Harrison, aren't you? I want to. You're going that's to. That's still my dream, but I, I'm losing hope, dude. See, I, Arizona's I am, got a 559 strength of schedule, so – so Carolina would have to win twice down the stretch and Arizona not win for us to jump you hmm. for that pick. I'll tell you, when we do this, I'll tell you what's been rattling around in my brain okay. here. And it's something that would be, like, be a drastic change for me and maybe even, a, I don't know, a cardinal sin as a fan. But, you know, uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, as we go along okay. that's a little bit of a tease well we could do that next because we okay we've gone kind of long here yeah, so maybe we need true. to save underwood for let's do that then yeah then we'll do uh gabe DeArmond, four o'clock power mizzou and then we'll brad underwood to close us out talking bragging rights you want to wait you can 217-359-2255 on the u of i Atlanta link text line gotta catch a break gotta pay the bills <laughs> it is the drive Gear up to support your Fighting Illini men's and women's basketball team this year at the official fan store of the Fighting Illini Game Day Spirit. From buy one, get one free basketball t-shirts to official NIL merchandise, Game Day Spirit has everything you need to support your Fighting Illini. Shop with them in store at the corner of Neal and Kirby in Champaign, 6th and Green in Campus Town, or online 24-7 at gamedayspirit.com. Game Day Spirit, where Illini fans shop. Norm Miller here, chairman of Interstate Batteries. You know, without batteries, life would be pretty lifeless. That's why Interstate All Battery Centers carry them in every size, shape, and style so you can drive, drill, call, film, or do whatever it is you want to do. Stop in today. They've got the power to keep you going. Interstate All Battery Center, outrageously dependable. Interstate All Battery Center. You'll find them outrageously dependable just over Interstate 74 at 2504 North Mattis Avenue in Champaign with batteries for most every application in stock. to your financial wellness. No matter where your financial journey begins, Pathways Banking Options at Busey are designed with your goals in mind. Busey Bank, building strong financial futures, one family, one street, one city at a time. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Kelsey Furniture in downtown Tuscola sells Tempur-Pedic beds. What's it like? 
I'm going to tell you right now, Stevie, that that thing is the best thing I've ever slept on in my life. My wife and I both have said we've never had better night's sleep. And the people at Kelsey's were fantastic. Brian is the guy that helped us. You know, as much as I did my research, he had a world of knowledge about beds themselves. Oh, man, it's like sleeping on a cloud, man. Kelsey Furniture, downtown Tuscola. When it comes to finding a reliable vehicle, look no further than Sarah Champagne, your trusted automotive destination. They carry a lineup of top brands, including Honda, BMW, Subaru, GMC, and Buick. And they're not just about cars. They're about people. Their team is dedicated to providing you with trustworthy service and dependable vehicles that fit your lifestyle. Experience the difference at Sarah Champagne. Visit Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, Champagne.com. Looking to supercharge your business with digital marketing? Hi, I'm Stevie J. And in 40 years of radio, one thing has remained the same. We deliver real results for our clients, and your business is our business too. I'm excited to announce Stevie J Digital, your digital marketing partner. Aside from our tried and true radio campaigns, we offer website building, social media management, search engine optimization, search marketing, logo design, and brand management. Our expert digital marketing team is here to maximize your online potential and help grow your business. That means our web developers will create a stunning user-friendly website that leaves a lasting impression on your visitors. So the secret to growing your business in 2024 is an email away. Contact Diane.Ducey, Diane.Ducey at sjbroadcasting.com and let us show you what we're offering on digital marketing in 2024. That's Diane.Ducey, D-U-C-E-Y at sjbroadcasting.com. Here's the deal. When you combine State Farm Home and Auto Insurance, you save an average of $889. State Farm agent Kurt Lenshaw is ready to help you combine home and auto and save right here in Champaign-Urbana. Call 352-1411 today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Average annual per household savings based on a 2019 national survey by State Farm of new policyholders who reported savings by switching to State Farm. Bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circus Sports is now available in Illinois. Hi, I'm Derek Stevens. I've been a lifelong sports better and I'm the owner of Circus Sports. We're excited that the Circus Sports app is now ready for action. Experience big app bets with high betting limits, tight money line splits, and more. Now you can download, fund, and bet like a pro from anywhere in Illinois. Download your new bookie today at CircusSports.com. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. Busey, yesterday I was telling you about how they can help businesses. Well, they can also help individuals and businesses when it comes to your wealth management side. It's called the Wealth Management Services with Busey. A lot of investment services. They're committed to placing the needs of their clients first, and they'll help you and your family reach your financial goals and give you that peace of mind to understand that everything's going to be there when you need it to be there down the road. They also offer investment management, unparalleled experience in devising custom comprehensive solutions for families, organizations, and businesses with complex financial needs. Their resource team, effective tax planning can enhance returns as well as protect the value of your assets for future 
generations and of course retirement planning they can sit down with you to help you with estates and any kind of retirement plans you have Busey has so many branches and yet they're as local as can be more than 100 years they've got what you need to protect that's Busey member FDIC Back on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. I hope Busey Bank enjoyed that little, like, I, don't know, I wouldn't say techno, but it was a little yeah. bit, like, DJ-like. I thought of the flight crew. I thought of Hans D. <laughs> you know, mixing that Walking up on the ones Busey. and two. On the twos, yeah. <laughs> they probably didn't mind that. No. Like, you get approved for a, a loan, and, and Hans, like, just pops <laughs> out, and he's, like, bumping the tunes. Whoop, whoop. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to have to bump that drink button at some point. Oh, that's right. This is our last show. It is. It is. Last show in 23. That's kind of that's kind of weird seems, to say stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it seems crazy. Kind of weird. I, you know, everybody always says like, oh my gosh, this year flew by. 23 has just kind of been at a solid pace. Like I, I didn't, like I didn't get to October and be like, holy crap, it's October already. True. I just didn't. But of course it started poorly for me obviously with my brother's passing january 16th so that kind of put a big old bleh on 23 no doubt but certainly uh, some years there are some years where it's like holy crap that's already done the thing that gets me once in a while is someone will say now now, how what age is andrew now or what what year is andrew i'm like i even messed that up yesterday yeah i'm like well he's a junior and they're like he's a junior and i'm like Oh my God! Yeah, he's a junior, so it's it's weird, but that's what it is. And what can you do? You can't slow down. No, father I know, time. You know. I know. You, you know. It's funny. Is my not to get all sentimental on you. My mom always just be like, you know, I wish you guys didn't grow up so fast and all this stuff. I'm like, mm. I can't really control that, you know. And <laughs> it's like, sorry. Uh, and then now that I got Cade, my son, like. I'm feeling the same way. Like, slow down, dude. Stop growing so much. It's crazy. You know, I I love this stage of him, you know, right now that I don't want it to to end. But And what's weird now that I'm experiencing it is Lucas, you know, we we judge our kids off how old they are first, like the first five or six years. Then it's what class they're, like what year they are. Well, he's in third grade. Oh, okay. Well, Mm -hmm. he's in junior high. Oh, wow. He's in junior high already. And then it's, well, Cade's, he'll graduate high school this year. What? Yep. You know, and, but then now Lucas is 23. And so he's, so I don't have like, I don't have like parameters now to mark. Obviously his birthday. Uh But so now the last like two years, he's felt like, to me, he's the same age, right? Yeah. Like he's no longer a junior in, in college or a college. Now he's a college graduate and it's just. So I think like once you get to that stage, it's like, well, I get, I assume like marriage, children. Mm. I, I guess that's the next way you'd kind of mark that. I was talking to somebody the other day about just going everywhere. You know, this last couple of weeks and really nine months of the year, you're just you're just touring Illinois, right, for basketball and baseball. And somebody was like, oh, just wait till you have grandkids. They're like, it's the best. And they're like, and you know, you don't have that pressure of a parent to where you have to be at every event, mm-hmm. but, but they're like, we get to the majority of them and it's just the best being a grandparent. And I'm like, yeah, like I can wait on that, <laughs> 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 but I don't doubt it is like, it's hard for me to imagine 
that I'm going to enjoy watching Lucas Jr. more than I'm going to enjoy watching Lucas or Andrew play. Well, right, of course. It's all about sports for me. I don't care about the education. I don't care about any of that. I'm kind of kidding, kind of. Um, but, yeah, so, like, when, uh, when you know, the youngest Tay Jr. comes along and he's playing T-ball, I don't maybe it will be. Maybe I'll just be like, oh, my God, this is awesome. You'll be, a, you'll be a proud grandpa, I know that, but it won't be the same. Yeah. Intensity. Yeah, right. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, maybe that's what they, they mean by it, yeah. is you can actually enjoy it instead of sitting there, like, worrying. I'll be staring at my boys on how they're coaching their kids. Yeah, right. You know? That's probably what will get your most Why are you getting so mad about Like, yeah. why are you telling them? Well, oh, because you did it. Oh, that's oh, I did uh, do that, didn't I? <laughs> so what if he took two strikes in the tee? He, he, he hit it into play on the, on the, before he struck out. <laughs> Dad, that's the first guy that's gone 0-2 T-ball. Or 0-2 in the count. <laughs> yeah, but he hit it. I think he check swinged on the first one, I yeah, swear. I, I don't think he went. <laughs> I think the umpire missed that one. Oh, I was the ump. Oh, <laughs> well, I've been drinking, so you know, I, I probably did. <laughs> Your grandma and I had to run by the bar. It's a t-ball game. I can't watch this sober. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I still remember when I went from coaching travel ball down to t-ball because there's seven years difference and. That very first practice, a guy here in Philo came up to me and he goes, Lon, you know, we can handle most of this, you know, because I'm there like, catch it! Hey, you see that glove you're wearing? Catch the ball! It's like, Lon, I'm like, I'm sorry. Wait, we're not turning double plays? What are we doing here if we're not turning double plays in T-ball? It's like, Lon, we're just lucky they're running to first and not third. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well... You guys need to get your act together, or I won't be back. Well, that kid's picking dandelions. You, you can't tell me that we're, we won't be able to hit it second and then to first. Yeah, come on. Oh, it was so funny. It took me a while to adjust back. Man, yeah, that will be difficult. Oh. My brother right now is coaching. Um, his daughter is six, and he's volunteer coaching for their, their basketball team, oh. and he's having a time. As a guy who played college hoops. Oh, my. Um, he loves being around yeah. his daughter and trying to teach her to play basketball. But, man, oh. he tells me some stories of, like, it is uh, – it can be quite frustrating. There was, there was a day on a Saturday in Muhammad where the coach couldn't be there. And so Kara's like, Lon, can you just coach this team? And they were all, I don't know, sixth-grade girls. Mm-hmm. Or not, not that old. And so I'm like, what do I do? Just make sure everybody plays. So, at first, you know, I'm, like, sending in. I'm doing all right. Well, then I get competitive because the other team's beating us by, like, four at halftime. I'm like, come on, at halftime. So, we all go out, and I have them stand, like, four feet from the bucket around, like, in a circle. And we just threw the ball at the rim. And I'm like, just hit the rim. I don't care if you make it. Just So, in the second half, we won the game because, like, our, our girls were, like, They'd get it close, and they'd pass it, and then somebody would throw it up, and it'd bounce 18 times and go in. I'm like, let's go. I'm calling timeouts. I, got, I, I need 30. I got to get a 30. I got to set up a play here. I love it. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. I was, yeah. like getting, I was, like, getting into it. Oh, that'll be me. And, and girls, wow, they're mean. Not to me, but to other girls. Like, <laughs> girls, sports, woo. There's a whole other level of competitiveness. Hmm. It is amazing. You never did tell your bear story. I did, and I'm going to have to save that for later. 
I feel, I feel I'm not going to be able to get it all the way probably in. Probably not. Right okay. Now. All right. So we're going to talk to Gabe. Oh, he's got to come up at four, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. So yep. we got to take a break. We're going to catch I'll a break. Uh, a Muhammad listener on the U of I line like text line. Coaching sixth grade girls basketball almost killed me. So, uh, well, my daughter on the way, I'm sure I will be there at some point. Hun, what are we doing for dinner tonight? I don't know what you're doing, but I'm heading to the bar. Because I just coached that for (laughs) – It's boys and girls. I'm not ripping on the girls either. Yep. I I did it both, and it was like, whoo. True, true. Crazy. More bragging rights talk coming up. We'll learn (laughs) all we can. some bragging rights. Yeah, I guess we touched on it briefly in the start. A lot more bragging rights talk coming up next. Gabe DeArmond, Power Mizzou. Brad Underwood spoke to the media today. And then we have some time. We'll go through the ESPN projection. Rest of season for NFL and my take on Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Stick with us. This is The Drive. Supply specializes in the delivery of tools and supplies within a 150-mile radius of Champaign-Urbana. Reliable, timely, and with reasonable prices, Crossroads Contractor Supply knows what equipment and tools are needed for your job. Their slogan, we have it when you need it. Get the job done right with proper tools and equipment. Did something break? Construction materials as well as safety equipment all available. Call 402-8123. Visit CrossroadsContractorSupplyIL.com. What is it? What do you see? What do you hear? I see our friend everywhere I look. I hear his voice spoken through others, spoken in a little child's laughter, spoken in a magnificent sunset, painted in the sky, or his voice spoken when someone praises his name. We have this best friend for eternity who has the control. He has the whole world in his hands, and he offers forgiveness of all wrongs, offers healing, guidance, hope for today, Hope for tomorrow and all eternity. But his most valuable gift, unconditional love. And allow me to introduce Jesus Christ, our Savior, our salvation, our friend. Just reach out. Jesus will put his arms around you and offer comfort, strength, and courage for all eternity. He only asks for your love, willingness to help others, and a dedicated commitment to walk with him. It is really that simple. Live a life with hope. Are you one of those guys out there tinting windows day in and day out, all different shades of black, and ready to put a little color in your life? Come work for us. At Aftershock, we're looking for a guy with 